1: Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer Podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hey guys! I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Shaka, and as always, I welcome you to my channel. I'm so grateful that you're listening, subscribing, and commenting. I appreciate the support. And of course, if you guys want to support me further, you can do that by going to my Patreon site. The link is in the description below. And you can give me a dollar a month, five dollars a month, whatever you guys prefer. In this video, I want to speak to you guys about compartmentalization of emotions, feelings, tendencies, things like that. Friends, circles, communities. And I just have this major tendency to compartmentalize a lot of their life in a lot of different aspects, as I said emotions, feelings, friends, etc. For example, a quick thing is, you know, we have a hard time mixing friends from different circles or mixing our friends and family and then our colleagues and co-workers or our university friends with our high school friends. We have this weird thing, you know, everything has to stay in its perfect little compartment and you want to keep it there. We don't want to mix things. I don't have that same weird thing with food. I know some people are very particular about compartmentalizing their food. You can't mix food on the plate. I don't care about that kind of stuff, but I care more about this intangible compartmentalization. The specific compartmentalization I want to speak about today is of emotions and feelings. I think a lot of times INFJs, and I know I do, come across as very cold and unemotional because we have this tendency to compartmentalize our emotions. I notice this a lot in different people around me that this tendency is not universal, absolutely not universal. So, you know, someone will have a bad day and they'll come to dinner and they'll be crappy, in the crappy mood and you can sense this negative aura around them or like this negative energy pumping, being pumped out of them and, you know, this blackness around them and, you know, you ask them, you're like, oh my God, I had a bad day. I I just had a fight with my brother or my sister or my father and, you know, it it just really brought me down. And the funny thing for me is when I sit next to these people or I'm listening to them talk about this stuff, it's funny to me because... I would have had maybe similar situation in the same exact day. Perhaps, you know, I had a huge, huge trauma traumatic situation. I was in a car accident or or my father yelled at me about something terrible or uh my mom just had a heart attack or something like weird like that. Not that I would go to her dinner right after, but I'm making I'm giving you pretentious example or pretend examples. And you know how I would have had something really bad happen the same day as well, same as this person, and I'd be sitting at the table and no one would have a clue of what happened to me. Now of course this is something that is maybe positive maybe negative, you know, we just have a hard time sharing ourselves with the world until and unless we have processed that emotion or that situation ourselves. So it perhaps you know I'm still dealing with it, I'm still processing it. It's just it just happened. So I'm not going to start talking about it right away. But not only that, as I said, we have a tendency to compartmentalize ourselves. So the person or the the being or the version that I'm presenting at that dinner, even though this terrible thing happened to me, the version that I'm presenting at that dinner is going to be that compartmentalized version who is not touched or is not thinking about or talking about or at, at, even just close to talking about anything to do with that previous traumatic situation, right? So we're not talking about it right now. That's what we tell ourselves as No, we No, we're not thinking about it right now. We're not talking about it right now. It happened. Yes. Okay, good. Let's put it away in a box somewhere. Let's compartmentalize it. We'll put it away in a box. And this is all done unconsciously. I'm not saying that we actually talk to ourselves. Okay, all right, we're putting it in a box. All right, I'm putting a ribbon on it. I'm going to put a bow on it. You don't actually say all those things to us. But unconsciously, we're putting into a box and we're like, all right, I have things to do right now. I don't have time to deal with this right now. I have work to do. I have people to talk to. I have meetings to go to. I have other things, other shit to deal with. So I can't deal with this particular item right now. It's very big. It needs a lot of my time, a lot of my attention, a lot of my energy. I need to put it away for right now. And so unconsciously, we'll basically compartmentalize ourselves. We'll put that into a compartment and we'll put it on our heart, on our brain, wherever, somewhere. We'll hide it away for a little bit, not hopefully forever, sometimes forever, but mostly hopefully not forever forever so we put it away until we have the moments the time the energy the money etc whatever it might be that is necessary in order to deal with that particular situation okay i think i've shared with this this example with you guys previously but it's so poignant in this regard that i wanted to share it again so uh 2 years ago last year or something like that my father was very sick back home and i was in chiang mai in thailand my father was ill back home and you know he had gone into surgery and so i'm like oh my god so I get the phone call, my sister, it's like 10 a.m., I get the phone call, my sister's like, all right, so dad is very sick, he's in the hospital, you need to come back home. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, all right, I'm booking my ticket right now, and I'll be, I'll leave tomorrow, because I have to go to the immigration office today to do my paperwork, and to do paperwork to leave the country, I was on a different visa then, I had to do paperwork to leave the country, I had to ask for permission, basically, so I can't leave today, but I'll leave tomorrow as soon as possible, early morning, and I'll be there in 24 hours or 48 hours, something like that. So I told her that, and I told her exactly, I'd give her the details when I had them exactly. So that's what I did, you know, so I hung up a hone on her because she had to deal with her own stuff, you know, she's at the hospital, I'm here in Thailand, it was morning time over there, it was midnight or something, or night time. And so I'm sitting here, and then I'm sitting here, I'm sitting at my desk in a room very similar to this one, and I'm very similar desk, very similar computer, everything's everything's exactly the same. I'm sitting there, I take a deep breath, and I'm like, all right. Fear kind of like jumps into my heart. I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen to my dad? What if he dies? What if he dies while I'm not even there, and I'm on my way, and and all that stuff comes up, right? Instantaneously, I put it all into a box. I'm like, all right, I don't have time to think about this right now. I need to make a list of things I need to take with me. I need to make a list of things I need to do before I leave. I need to go to the immigration office right now with paperwork so I can, I can leave properly without being illegal about it so I can actually come back again. Um, I need to pack my bags, etc. Right, And so I compartmentalized it. I put it away into a box. I didn't think about it at all. Nothing at all. Like, I mean, it was literally like it didn't happen at all. And so I did everything. Everything was perfect. I got my paperwork done, all my work, my bags were packed. And then I had an event in the evening that I had promised my friend I would come because it was her first event. I was like, I'm, I'm going to come. Obviously, I promised her before this happened, so I could, have been, I could have bailed out. I was like, I'm compartmentalizing right now. I don't have time to deal with this right now. I'll deal with it while I'm on the plane. It's a 24-hour journey, a long time to get to Canada. from I'm Toronto from here. So I have loads of time to deal with that. Then, right now, let's just have some fun with our friends. Let's just chill out, just relax. So I went to the event. I went to the event with my friends. I laughed. I had fun with them. And, you know, if anyone, if my father saw me at that point, he'd be like, oh, my God, you obviously don't love me. You don't care about me. I just, I was, I'm in the hospital and you're laughing with your friends. What the hell, right? But that's the thing about INFJs. We have this compartmentalization tendency. And, you know, I told my friends after, I'm like, so, guys, I have to go away for a couple of weeks because my family's not doing well. And they're like, Really? And no one would, and that's what one of my friends said. She's like, "I would have not known at all that you're going through something like this, because none of it seeped out of you, out of you. Nothing, kind of like no, not none of that energy, whatever it might have been, the negative energy, nothing came out, right? And so that's what it is about being an energy. We're very good at that. We're very good at containing different parts of ourselves. So we only present a certain part to the world. Now, of course. As soon as I was on the plane, as soon as I was like, all right, good. This is an 8, uh, 15, 14 hour flight. And I, I was able to relax. And was, that's it. I was just going to sleep. As soon as that happened, as soon as I had time to process it, all of this shit came up for me, obviously. Right. And so it was just the time that was required. I was good timing. You know, I had 14 hours to deal with it. I was freaking out. I was like, I hope he doesn't die while I'm on in flight somewhere above the uh, above the Pacific Ocean or something. And, you know, I was like, please, please let him be alive. When I get back, please let him be all right. And so I was basically praying to myself in my head. And I was dealing with all these emotions and blah, blah, blah. And I was, you know, talking to my the people next to me because they, wanted to, they were chatty. And, like, I was just dealing with all of this stuff. But no one would have known, of course, again, that I was dealing with it. Because my, the people around me wouldn't have known because I was doing it in a very compartmentalized fashion again. I went through immigration, I went to see my father, he was fine, everything was okay, to touch, but he's still alive and good and healthy. And so that's how we do it, right? And very, very simple example. I mean, not simple, but yeah, I guess simple. But this is very much poignant and true for us in a lot of aspects of our life. We do this all the time, right? We might be going through a breakup at this moment in time right now, but then we'll go to our friend's baby shower without even th- blinking twice and without be- without showing that we're going through a hard time without spewing, or not spewing, but without throwing all this negative energy upon anyone else, because we know we're at a baby shower. I can't be talking about my breakup right now. This person's happy. They need, they're happy. They're chilling out. They're having fun. They're excited about their new baby. Let them be like that. Why would I spew all that negative energy upon them? And that's kind of confusing to me because people are willing to do that too. Others, you know, people will have a bad day and even if everyone else is having fun and they're having a good time and they're excited and happy, this person will still bring up their sad story and their sob story and share it with them and talk about how terrible their life is on a boo-hoo me. I think to myself, but why do you do that when I mean, you know everyone around you is dealing with, it. it's just having a good time. I know sometimes you're just unable to control control yourself or contain yourself, but I find that this happens way too often with people. People just don't care about other people's tendencies or, or, things you know. I'm having a bad day, so everyone should have a bad day. I'm having a good day, so everyone should have a good day. You know, the good day thing is okay, but if if I'm having a bad day, there are some people who just cannot have a bad day and let everyone else have a good day around them and let it happen that way. If I'm having a bad day, for some people, everyone around them should as well, and they'll be negative and they'll cry and they'll bring everyone else down. And I think to myself, that's not an INFJ thing at all. Not even close, not even a little bit. We will never, never, ever do that. I hope this makes sense. I don't know if this is something that jives with you that you are as well as an INFJ inclined towards. Let me know in the comments below. And if you guys like like these videos or like any of my other videos or like me in general, you are more than welcome to support me through Patreon. The link is in the description below. You can give me a dollar a month, $5 a month, or just a one-off donation, wherever you guys prefer. And I shall see you guys the next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now.